Before the Wright brothers made their first flight and before Henry Ford sold his first automobile, there were abundant reports of strange flying machines in America's Old West. When reports of such flying craft were made in the 1800s with flashing lights and traveling at incredible speeds, the likely excuse of misidentification could not be used by skeptics. Whatever witnesses were seeing in the sky was anything but a plane or a satellite. Examination of some of these aerial sightings in America's frontier west offers substantial evidence that something truly strange and unknown was at work. So buck up, buckaroos, the Todd is here. And we're going to play Cowboys and Indians and Aliens. Ride like the wind, bullseye! Pew, pew! It's evil! Don't touch it! It's alive! Hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. I'll be a Huckleberry. Zach, I am rolling. <laughs> Welcome back yet again to, well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. I am your co-host, Zach. Joining me always is Spar. You back that queen again, I'll blow you right up that wildcat's ass. <laughs> and Lindy. Hi. <laughs> and the Todd. Hello. Snark bitch. And on this podcast, we talk about uh, just weird, crazy bullshit. Um, and we, we're trying to cleanse the palate because we just talked about Bell Gunness, the crazy ass fucking bitch for three weeks in a row. So now mm-hmm. we need to get back some real shit. So today we're going to talk about cowboys and aliens, by God. And Todd has got this by the horns. Mm. So I have not yet begun to defile myself. <laughs> I have not yet begun to shit myself. Anyway. Johnny Tyler, oh. Madcap. Where you going with that Where shotgun? Where you going with that shotgun? <laughs> Look at you, boy. I'm so proud of you. All right. Uh, without further ado, Todd, let's, let's kick this let's, shit off. Let's preface this. I, I actually put time into writing some some rather eloquent bullshit. So, okay. Okay. America. Ride, bullseye, ride. <laughs> I it was. It was either that or it was either that or the cowboy way. And I figured I'd go. go with ride like the wind, bullseye. <laughs> the cowboy right. is such a good man. I love Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Woody Harrelson. Yes, I think he's great. Oh, the, the movie, cowboy way. the cowboy the movie, way. yes. Okay, the cowboy oh, way. Yeah, 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 no. We- <laughs> Him and Kiefer Sutherland, no. This, this was more Riders in the Sky, but okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, right, ah, shoot. The cowboy. I will way. not be pawed at, thank you. Ah, shoot. <laughs> All right. America, the new world, must have been a frightening place to early explorers and settlers who traveled from Europe and beyond in search of freedom, hope, fame, and fortune. To begin with... They were coming from a world that was densely populated and well-ordered, civilized by their standards, to a place that was full of dark swamps, dense forests, and smoky mountains. Imagine the first non-Native American to look at the splendor and magnificence of Niagara Falls, or the depth and majesty of the Great Canyon. 
There were mountains so tall a wagon <clears> couldn't <throat> cross them. There were no I've, roads I've through the badlands. There were miles and miles of relentless and unforgiving deserts. Rattlesnakes and grizzly bears. There's a snake in my boots. <laughs> Think of the painted desert of Utah or the vast plains of the Midwest and the impact that must have made on the first settlers to push west across the continent. And then I there guarantee were... you Oklahoma sucked just as bad then as it does now. Hey. Yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah. Hey. yeah. Let's take yeah. it easy on Oklahoma, all right? Just because the Cubs kicked the Cardinals' ass today in London doesn't give you... <laughs> Fuck you. I could do whatever I want. I was going to, I fucking recorded it. I was going to watch it and you just fucking ruined it. God damn it. <laughs> I'd appreciate it if fucking, you'd watch it anyway. Don't fucking bother. Don't fucking bother. You're just going to get more pissed off. I'm you just going to nonstop you. text you. I should have worked headset. You'd have liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then there were the dark skinned natives who often painted their faces and beat their drums through the night, who danced away the night and performed rituals foreign to the European eye. They had strange stories to tell about giant thunderbirds and of skinwalkers that could transform from human to animal and back again. Some of the tribes right talked now? about coming from the stars, places like the Pleiades Cluster, Sirius and Ursa Minor, and other star systems. They worshipped feather serpents and spoke of fierce water creatures that could steal a man's soul, and a few would chew or smoke strange plants that would allow them to fly or talk to their gods. When a you cowboy on the range in there, man. sitting on his pony, singing a lullaby to his cows to keep them calm, looked up and saw a strange object in the sky. You can bet it wasn't a jumbo jet or a weather balloon. It couldn't have been a satellite or falling military flares or skydivers. When he reported a giant metallic-like object with flashing lights hovering over the pasture or speeding across the sky at remarkable speeds, you can bet it was something very strange indeed and could easily qualify as something mysterious, if not something from another world. America was a frightening place. America! Fuck yeah! yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, first, all right, so first, where the no, fuck did you up. find all this shit? Bro, let me explain my you job. Only, you. uh, uh, can, I, can I tell you something? You're yes. you're one of two people on this planet can, that can bro me, and I can tell you, I cannot tell you not to fucking bro me. <laughs> bro away, bro. Just fucking bro away. You sound I, like my son I, when he's playing his VR headset. He's like, bro, bro, why'd you kill me, bro, bro? Stop killing me, bro. I was like, if he's killing you, he's not your fucking bro, dude. <laughs> My my favorite and and how do you spell mom? B R U H. Bruh. 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 Yeah. No, um statistically, when it comes to UFO sightings and all that shit, America, like in most dumb fucking shit. Leads the fucking way. There are more UFO sightings through history per capita in this country than there are on the rest of this fucking planet. I thought it was pretty huge in Brazil, too, though. Well, there are. It, no, dude, that's, that's have... Sepultura. That's Sepultura. Oh, yeah, but... Sepultura was bigger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on. Reviews! <laughs> so does that mean that we have the best drugs? Or... We certainly... Well, we'll take other uh, people's drugs and make them better. That's what we, well, when, when you look at it, like, that's what yes. we did with punk rock and metal. 
if, if you lay it on a percentage basis, okay, Sepultura, porn. my God. Don't forget about porn. <laughs> one of the greatest fucking, you know, metal bands ever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, they come from Brazil. But that's one band compared to the 500 million shitty ones we have here. <laughs> no. But that is the same percentage. If there's 20 in Brazil, there's 500 in America. Okay. Yeah. It just, it all, I mean, it happens other places, but it's so really what you're saying is we get all the shitty UFOs too. <laughs> so. Well, they may or may not be getting free daycare and food assistance. Okay. Okay. Are you going to go into like hollow earth and the lizard people at all? No, or? no. Okay. No. I'm staying okay. away from That's Antarctica for a reason. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I can neither confirm nor deny that I might have information about that, Matthew. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. We'll confirm. We're going to have to wait until they retire. Give us all the information, Todd. (laughs) October. Told you I lost my papers. (laughs) You've seen shit. I know it. Fucking let it out. All right. So we're going to the great state of Montana. Montana. October 1864. Now, let me put this into frame reference for you, okay? The Civil War, in all actuality, began in 1861. So that tells you the time frame of where this country is. We've got trains, and that's it, okay? No planes and automobiles. No John Candy. (laughs) No No John Candy. Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Well, I don't know. They, they they could be pillows. All right. <laughs> that is correct. Yes. James Lumber <laughs> was a trapper in the mid-19th century, spending much of his adult life plying his trade in the upper Rocky Mountains of Montana. A simple man and a loner by trade, you can imagine the impact a celestial event must have had in his life. While camping in a remote area near the Great Falls of the Upper Missouri River, according to a published report in the Cincinnati Democrat, Lumley was sitting in his mountain camp near Kadot Pass when just after sunset he witnessed a bright luminous body in the heavens moving at a great speed in an easterly direction. Visible How big was for his body? Five and seconds. did it have nice boobs? Um, we will get to the boobs in a minute. After the probing. <laughs> We have to get to the probing first. Of course, it's body, so I was just checking. Okay. Visible for at least five seconds, the airborne object suddenly separated into particles, resembling, as Mr. Lumley describes it, the bursting of a skyrocket. The newspaper report appeared many months after the incident occurred when Lumley had traveled to Cincinnati to tell his sell his load of furs. Uh, according to the report, Lumley heard a heavy explosion which jarred the earth and was shortly followed by a rushing sound like a tornado sweeping through the forest. A strong wind sprang up about the same time, but suddenly subsided. As would with a tornado. Or a fart. Um, The following day, he headed out (laughs) towards where he believed the meteor might have crashed, landed, and soon discovered a wide path that had been cut through the forest. Trees had been uprooted and broken off near the ground. The tops of the hills were shaved off, and the earth was plowed up in many places. 
following the no, path before us. Could... Sounds like sounds like or Peter North went through that place. He's <laughs> going Peter North. That's some old school shit right there. Oh wow, that guy could come a cup. <laughs> you said it, not me. And, and he could cup a not cup. Not taking it out, Matt. Not taking it out. <laughs> He stumbled upon an area littered with stone fragments, still warm to the touch. A little further along, he claims he found several very large stone fragments carved with etchings or hieroglyphics. Lumley said he also discovered fragments of a substance resembling glass. Now, 1864, newspaper article. Boom. Got it. 1864. So what you're saying is like uh, you're saying like 1940s when uh, Roswell happened. That's not the first UFO sighting in the U.S. Apparently, <sighs> meanwhile, back at the <laughs> farm. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> back at the farm. <laughs> meanwhile, back at the Legion of Doom, <laughs> Aurora, Texas, April 1897. A flying disc crashed in the sleepy agricultural community of Aurora, Texas. Uh, it was an incredible story of a close encounter located west of Fort Worth. The chief local commodity of Aurora was cotton and flour. There was about 300 residents, and they had two cotton gins and two schools. There's mighty cosmopolitan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, is, oh, is this, that, the, one, is this Co- the one Cotton that I've Jim, heard of? Is that Eli Whitley? Did... Oh, that sounds Eli right. Whitney. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. Keith, Keith Whitley was the guy that. Yeah, yeah drank himself to death of the country singer. Yeah. Well, I blame I blame Lori Morgan. Yep. Yeah, I love her. Uh, so is this the one I've heard of before where they like buried it in the well? The rubbish? Um, and then it's all radioactive? They, no, they did not Bury you it. don't bury people in a well because then you get a video that after you watch it seven days later. Okay, we'll just go ahead and talk. <laughs> That's a different one. That's a different episode. Well, <laughs> okay. Movie, on April eighteenth, uh, S. E. Hayden, uh, he was a cotton buyer, reported a flying disc that was trailing smoke and crashed into a windmill on the property of the local judge, J. S. Proctor. God, the damn Dallas Morning. <laughs> Okay, I got to stop for a second. Right. You two fucks. You, have either of you been to Silver Dollar City? Yes. Are you okay. fucking serious right now? Are you fucking I, with me? Okay. There's the indoor roller coaster called Fire in the Hole. No. Yeah, yeah. I've, okay. I've ridden it many times. Yeah. Yes. That was the you first roller coaster there. I ever rode it's on, and that was the first roller coaster. I was going to say something about redheads, but I let it go. No, I yeah. didn't, actually. <laughs> first roller coaster I, I let my kids ride, too. Okay. As you're going through there, the freaking, you hear this lady, because it's all, you know, animatronic shit. They talk, this lady. The, they talk about the goddamn ball knobbers. Yes. He's like, she's like, come on, get out of the house. The house is on fire. And he's like, I can't. And I ain't got no pants. The gosh dang ball knobber <laughs> took him. That's all I ever want to say half the time is, gosh dang ball knobbers, you know? And I'm like. <laughs> These guys are gonna stare at me like, "What the fuck?" But now I can say, "Okay, I know, I know what you're talking about." Didn't okay. it used to be a thing like in the West where there's like, if you go past past St. Louis, there's no law, but if you go past like Fort James, there's no God. 
Because <laughs> you was moving west. It was just like, dude, you go past that, you're fucking dead. They'll kill you. You're you're just going to I think it had more to do with like uh just like open free land or like where uh the Native Americans were at and there was it was just and, lawless. Yeah, and outlaws. So they yeah. would just kill you and take your shit. It was like they were just sitting and waiting. Yeah, it was a better time for sure. I agree. Well, There's so, the so, line. The if you come across the line, <laughs> oh, we're gonna geez. shoot you and take your money. Don't cross the line. Don't cross the line. None shall pass. Lindy, shut the fuck up. Anyway. <laughs> he said you two fuckers. I'm assuming he was talking to you, not me. Oh, he was definitely talking to us. Yeah. 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 No, Lindy, you, you by far are not a fucker because you are a very virgin <laughs> and holy person. You're right. I know. Bullshit. Now Anyways. everybody else knows it too. Okay. All right. <laughs> The Dallas Moving Morning along. News published an article that alleged the remains of a small non-human body was recovered along with pieces of an unrecognized metal. Believed to be fragments from the craft, an officer of the U.S. Army outpost in nearby Fort Worth was called in to examine and identify the body and concluded it was not of this world. And we all we all knew it yeah but you, yeah you get points because i actually marked that one out well with who will do it <laughs> we nailed it at the same time now todd is this the one that was uh buried in like a human cemetery and then later excavated yes. and but okay. no i've heard of, i've heard about well, this well unless any okay anyways um, he speculated that the range ha- may have been of an entity from Mars, not knowing what to do with the strange body from or, Mars? <laughs> or the remaining Mars. wreckage we scattered across the field near the windmill. Reports indicate that the wreckage was collected and tossed down the well. And okay, the this small, is the one I'm thinking about with the well. Okay, again with the well. And the small humanoid body was given a Christian burial in the local mason's cemetery a grave marker was erected but disappeared years later after a contemporary report attracted a large number of curiosity seekers today a texas state historical marker can be found at the cemetery that mentions the alien grave I've heard really? about this. I've heard about this one actually. Um basically it took out the windmill, which the windmill was pumping the water out of the well. So all the metal, they just threw it down in the fucking well and then gave fucking Marvin the Martian a fucking Christian burial. <laughs> down down there in the Mason Cemetery. They they said we're gonna put them down there in the Mason Cemetery. They got plenty of space. Well, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, we don't know what this son of bitch is, so he has to come from Mars. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. What you did not mention is the fact that I believe a lot of people that drank from that well got sick and died. Hey, well, yeah, oh, there's, there's a, a fucking, dead body in there. Yeah, there. about the sightings. I ain't no, getting no, into not, fucking... Not, not from the body, Lindy. This is from the craft. It's like the Sizzle Hotel. Oh. Like radioactive. Bad. I think okay. yeah. <laughs> the, the smoking flying saucer crashed into the windmill. The windmill was used to pump the water from the well. They the just windmill? took all the metal and dropped it down the well. And then they took little Marvin and they put him in the cemetery. 
And then okay, we they said, you, got to you, you are now human and Christian because we buried you. You're welcome. Spectacles, testicles, <laughs> wallet watch. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. We don't, Next one. we don't see your space god as any kind of deity, so that's what we're hey, doing. Uh, leave, your, leave your imaginary friend out of this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Dublin, Texas, June 1891. That's a lot of Texas shit. I don't know. Are you just hitting Texas? Hey, you moved there, fuck. Not me. No, 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 no. <laughs> so Dublin, Texas is famous for what thing? Once again, we're on the same page. I have no fucking what's clue. It, what's dude. it famous Texas, for? Texas it is, is the, a state of mind. You're a convert. It's okay. I won't hold it against you. What's it famous for? The birthplace of the Dr. Pepper Bottling Company. Okay. That makes sense. 26 <laughs> flavors. 12 Dr. Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> so. Summer of 1891. Uh, it was little more than a farming. Wait a community. minute. Are you going to tell me that fucking Dr. Pepper comes from fucking outer space? Because if you do, I'm fucking, my mind's blown and I don't know what the fuck to do. Well, it's made from prunes. And that's the only place that those could flavors. come from. So. <laughs> Is one of them like fucking alien blood? Three flavors. So many fl- I do like Dr. Pepper. My <laughs> wife loves it. All right. I'm not, I'm not a fan, but I'll, I'll drink it if I have to. I can get Go a zero on. calorie or the one of those one of those the diet, Dr. Pepper the zeros. Yeah, the Dr. Diet, Pepper diet. zero cherries. <laughs> you fucking old goddamn bastards. Oh, I could I'm do zero a, sugar ones. Oh, well, yeah, I get the zero sugar ones. I'm more of a I'm over a topo chico kind of guy, but I like to put a little you put just a little bit of tequila in there and just a little Yeah, shut up and go fucking suck on your lone star. All right. <laughs> on June thirteenth. A remarkable incident occurred on a Saturday as many of the small community's townsfolks were actively milling around the town, visiting with friends, stopping and shopping, and fucking all the dumb shit people do in small town communities. Newspaper accounts indicate a large number of local residents spotted a flaming object. <gasps> a flaming Dr. Pepper. No, I think that's a thing. It is like totally. Dr. Pepper's are a thing. <laughs> yeah, a thing. According to reports, the, the only object... way Dr. Pepper's good. Well, <laughs> it was brilliantly lighted like flames, but even brighter, and began to slow and eventually hover over the local cotton mill, suddenly exploding and sending debris over much of the town. Witnesses claimed the explosion rattled windows and captured the attention of the entire community. Scattering residents who, baby, you're a fun. Anyways, who sought shelter from what some thought was the end of the world. The following day, a more careful search turned up a most unusual discovery. Chunks of rock that were described as similar to what might have been found following a volcano eruption. In addition, several small fragments of a paper-like substance were found with writing on them. On close examination, the written characters on these pieces were in an unknown language, the likes of which no one had ever seen. A newspaper account of the incident attracted a great deal of attention from scholars in nearby Fort Worth and Dallas. 
But when inquiring reporters and researchers arrived in Dublin a few days later, a local flour mill operator who collected the many pieces of paper like fragments reported they had mysteriously disappeared. Someone threw them down the fucking well, didn't they? (laughs) Many of the metallic fragments were still available as several of the townspeople had collected them. Did did they think like the the paper stuff like disintegrated or something? Did they think they just... Well, why wouldn't it? Oh, oh Todd's going to get Okay, Todd's oh. So the artifacts, the paper with the writing on them, were mysteriously gone forever. Interestingly, between April 3rd and 17th, 1897, following the crash at Aurora, there were 38 reported sightings of airships in 23 counties, mostly in north-central Texas, in the vicinity of Erith County. In contemporary times, the area is noted as a hotbed of UFO activity. In January 2008, uh, it was documented that the flour mill operator, who said was to have collected all of the paper with the unknown language and writing on them, uh, through family hey, sources. Yeah. Was he a smooth operator? <laughs> smooth operator. <laughs> I'm just oh. checking. I don't, I don't okay. know. Every time we can throw a song in, we're going to fucking better believe that shit. Hey. So anyways, in 2008, through family sources, it was said that uh, the flour mill operator, who was a smooth operator, um, who had collected all of the paper with the unknown writing on it, um, the family said that he had actually sold the papers to a news reporter for a lot of money and was basically held under the threat that, you know, they call him fake and all that stuff that he never seen them. Doesn't know what happened to him. They just disappeared. But that family, I told you people, said, I, I he lost sold them to a reporter. Okay. He sold them to a reporter who never wrote a single thing about any of the papers. And they never knew what, newspaper that he was from he just we talked about an early men in black aren't we pretty oh. much yeah i think so <laughs> yeah i I, w- I would agree with you matt i i think this right here is the beginning of the men in the black real it's so real all right mm. come on sheeple get on board we're gonna we're gonna leave <laughs> texas alone for a minute <laughs> and now <laughs> I can't even do it. Bye. Okay. Where are we going now? Ashland, Tennessee. Let's take a trip, Todd. Oh. Tennessee. Where are we going? Where are we going? Tennessee. Where are we going? Nashville, Tennessee. You said We're like hey. the Music City. He didn't say Nashville. Right. He just said Tennessee. Ashland. Ashland. Not Nashville. Ashland. Ashland. Oh, I don't know where. The, but oh. but if I took myself seriously, where exactly would I be going? Straight to hell. Um, and, and... <laughs> All right. So they don't even give people I mean, like me a handbasket. I do remember someone <laughs> telling me that once. Express right here's your seat, son. It's right next to your broken air conditioner, and uh, we saved a seat right here for your brother. You, can, uh, you get the express pass and don't have to pay for it like you do at Disney World. 
So you don't 18, have to wait in line, motherfucker. Get right up there. See you. Eight, <laughs> one, eight, okay. eight, nine. 1889. Got it. Okay. Reports of unexplained phenomenon are often offered by witnesses with an untrained eye. In some instances, the cause and effect of the incidents take precedence over what may have caused them, such as the strange case of the fiery vortex of Ashland, Tennessee. Though well-documented, a report of this incident can be found on the NOAA website, and that is the National Weather Service, National Oceanograph, all that. There is an actual radio. You can pull it up on their website. There is an actual documented report of this happening from 1889. The story tells of a frightening fire. Wait a minute. Wind. So Noah was going on 1889. You're telling me Noah was operational. They had radar in 1889. Is that no, accurate? What I'm telling you is that there were people who were all I know is that I don't write know. a farmer's almanac. Who were keeping track oh, of no. weird weather phenomena? All right, if Ben Franklin's involved with this we're shit, we're going back to almanac beef. Uh, nah. If Ben Franklin, somebody had to get Ben Franklin into this episode. <laughs> yeah, we can't have one without it. Everybody's <laughs> that everybody fucking motherfucker. <clears throat> so, uh, the story tells frightening fiery wind caused widespread destruction across the countryside, but lacks in attributing the incident to a specific cause. Perhaps reporting aerial airships was too racy for the times, or perhaps the many witnesses to the incident simply did not know or could not discern the source. Whatever may have caused it, the damages left behind are terribly impressive. A published report in 1889, Salmon's Monthly Meteorological Magazine reads as follows. A whirlwind came along over the neighboring woods, taking up small branches another fucking tornado. and leaves no, of no, trees no. and whirlwind burning them in that. a sort of Woo. flaming cylinder that traveled at a rate of about five miles an hour, developing size as it traveled. It passed I, directly okay, over Todd, the spot. Todd, I'm gonna, Todd, hang on. You're moving over here from across seas, right? I have friends over in England that I talk to. Tornadoes aren't a thing there. You come over here and tornadoes are a super thing. Like it happens. So could not some of that be chalked up to we've never seen this shit before. Well, of course you haven't, but yeah, get a get a big taste of God's wrath right now, motherfucker. Is this thing ripping through? <laughs> the whole is not Jehovah's gonna burn you down. <laughs> Open up and say, ah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. I did okay. it. I went there. So yeah, it, it was, it was, was growing in size as it traveled. It traveled directly over a spot where a team of horses were feeding and singed their manes and tore up trees by the roots and swept towards the house that was Dude, there. It just sounds like a fucking ACDC concert to me. So, I mean, what's Ooh. the big deal? Mm-hmm. Thunder. <laughs> so taking a stack of hay in this course, okay, it seemed to increase in heat also as it went. And by the time it reached the house, it immediately fired the shingles from end to end of the building. So that in <clears> 10 <throat> minutes, the whole dwelling was wrapped in flames. 
Definitely an ACDC concert. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm going to go that. more Ramstein at this point. Well, the <laughs> Flames, yeah. yes, definitely. So uh, it continued its course over a wheat field that had recently been created, setting fire to all the stacks that had happened to be in its course. Passing from the field, its path lay over a stretch of woods, which reached the river. The green leaves on the trees were crisp to a cinder for a uh, widespread of 20 yards in a straight line to the Cumberland River. When the pillar of fire reached the water, it suddenly changed its route down the river, raising a column of steam, which went up to the clouds for about half a mile. When it finally you just died named like out, four really good fucking metal albums like yeah. Pillar of Fire. Not I less also, than I also, I also I also wanted to go into wagon wheel when he reset the Cumberland. <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. So. 200 people witnessed this strange phenomena, and all of them tell substantially the same story about it. Modern UFO investigators speculate that what the witnesses actually saw could have been a spacecraft hidden in clouds, and titular or not. The heat may have been caused by the fire that generated from the propulsion, blah, 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 because the spacecraft was, next page, experiencing mechanical difficulty. (laughs) Did you get this? Did you watch that movie? Oh no, or, or whatever. Um, oh no, yeah, or, yeah, or no way, whatever. It's oh no, or it? uh, it's uh, it's fuck. What the name is? I don't D- describe the. Movie. Ma- no, I just went like it was oh. a really good movie, but yeah, yeah, it's hiding behind nope. the clouds and yeah, it's nope, nope. That's it. Yeah, nope, yeah. nope, nope. I don't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> it was fucking good. So good. <laughs> So while the National Nether Service uh, fails to offer a reasonable <laughs> meteorological explanation, run that past again. While, while, the, back past me, while <laughs> the National Weather Service fails to offer a reasonable meteorological explanation for the event, was that dumb enough redneck mispronunciation for you? Nailed it. Yes, thank you. Can you get a little more Arkansas for me, please? It almost sounded like I was talking. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wow, the National Weather Service fails. No, 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 no. You're you're just you're you're way too enthusiastic and too much volume. It's got to be a while. The National Weather Mediatric Service. Okay, uh, hold on. Get it go like like that. Yeah. (sighs) Let me get in In touch in the zone. Channeling your inner gym. The National Weather Service fails to offer. A reasonable. Now you sound like the fucking child minister on Family He's nailing it. He's nailing it. Just let him go. For the event, they admit no known weather condition could have caused it, leaving the incident in the realm of mystery. I'll tell you what, I guarantee you that's exactly what the broadcast sounded like back then. That was I'm gonna, you give, you ten, I'm gonna give you a ten out of ten on that one. Yeah. yeah. It sounded just like dad. Good job. <laughs> now while the National Weather Cedar asked me, and then you know they bought you about what they bought. All right. Anyway, <laughs> go on. <laughs> what is he starting to get in an auctioneer voice during some of his sets? <laughs> That's not give me one, enough. give me two, give me three, loud <laughs> Too loud, too loud. Well, do do you not know who I am? 
<laughs> I do know who you are. Yes. I have never yes. been accused of being quiet or Yet subtle. you're the only one with a fucking Madonna-style fucking microphone at your face. <laughs> That's because I can't sit still. He moves his head still. so much. Yeah, he can't I move can't his head. I can't sit still, it. so it stays it. with me. Yeah. And, and, and we're, we'll, we might have to get we'll one of those for Lindy, too. We're going to have like, to, yeah. It's like herpes. All right. <laughs> now. Oh. <clears throat> oh. Uncle Herp coming over. <clears throat> Let's hope he don't bring Amphenol with him. <laughs> I'll be a Nebraska, hook, Nebraska, <laughs> June 6th, the shit. 1884. John W. Ellis was a Southwest Nebraska. Did you just say John W. 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 All right. W. I hey, I will just W checking. (laughs) All right. Just go. All right. Go for it. (laughs) John W. Ellis was a Southwestern Nebraska livestock breeder and an ordinary cowboy, according to his friends. Hard work. An honest day's living and down-home honesty were said to be his creed. It must have made it hard for Ellis to tell the story of how he and two of his wranglers working in the field experienced a very strange phenomenon on a warm summer day in June of 1884. Newspaper accounts from the Nebraska Nugget. <laughs> Clever. Leave the nearest newspaper to the front town of Max. <laughs> says Ellis and his herdsmen were engaged in a summer roundup when they spied an object high in the sky, hurtling down toward the Nebraska plane at an unbelievable speed. Did you just say Nebraska? Nebraska. Goddamn, I'm proud of you. Keep going. He's it. (laughs) I feel as if he's got some of these actually... The old broadcast that they, I think he's listened to in memory. No, no, him. no. This, this is just natural born talent. I mean, he's, this, this is just, this is genetics at work. <laughs> Trust me. This is coming through. Yeah. I got the same ones in my veins too. Every time I Our talk to my dad. father, who doth almost live in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. it, it, that's where it all comes from. Every time I pick up the phone and talk to him, I talk to like I talk to like my dad for like twenty minutes after I get off the phone with him. It's like you can't stop it. Yeah, nope. I my used to like, hate it. I what, used to hate it. We can do Wives, now. It's like girlfriends. Well, well I don't like, know. I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want to. I guess. I mean, I just well, we gonna do. <laughs> you live in Texas, and your wife's like, "Why are you talking so southern? That's fucking weird." <laughs> oh, oh no, bud. Spar, you know for a fact, Dad talked like that in fucking Illinois. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. He, he's just straight up. <laughs> the drive down to say, Arizona when we went down there to move. I, <laughs> I, I swear that when he was born, they wrapped him up in a Zane Grain novel, <laughs> blanketed him in Louis oh, Lamore. No, no, not one, probably like four. Okay. Four and four. It's like and quadruple. Then, and then Octo- set him down. Octavio wrapped. And said, now, boy, I said, I say, son. You ain't got to do nothing but what you wants to do. It's Foghorn Leghorn now. Is that what we're doing? It's, it's a little all. bit. It's a little bit. It's, it's a little like, bit. Watch out. We got some electric Indians up here on the left. Here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> you, say that, 
you're saying that way too goddamn fast. It's like, boys, we got some electric eatings up here on the left. You're gonna want you're gonna want to mosey on over into the right lane. Funniest, you got about a quarter mile. Funniest line I ever say, heard. You. Cut that fucking cowboy shit out. <laughs> Funniest line I ever heard your dad say. When we get to the apartments in Arizona that we were moving into, your dad takes the first shower and he comes out and he goes. Boys, I put a I put a new tile up there on the rack. He goes, but that one on the floor, you don't want to use that because I dried my ass with it. <laughs> I love you, Dad. Uh, <laughs> yep. Oh, thanks for the heads up, my man. And, and yet, and yet, still, we're gonna watch that one twice. It don't get much better than this. <laughs> They don't. They really don't. So uh, back to the uh, seeing a man about a dog. Uh, <laughs> right. So joke. Ellis uh, reported he spied an object high in the sky hurtling down towards the Nebraska plane at an unbelievable speed. Ellis described the object as on fire with a trailing tail of smoke and flame. As it neared the ground, a short rolling bank in the ground hid the actual impact from it. But when the object hit, an audible explosion shook the ground and could be felt through our boots. He felt through the boots! Running across the field and over the bank, the Wranglers must have had a hard time determining what they were looking at in the field below. The object apparently had skidded across the ground for some distance, leaving behind a charred rut as it dragged to a stop. One of the cowboys identified as Alf Wilmson received burns to his Alf, hands. Huh? Alien life form? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Did he eat cats? Was his real name Gordon Shumway? Oh, I bet you. Yeah. I bet you with a name like Alf Williamson, he ate all the cats. He got all them wops. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you broke me on that one. <laughs> I kill me. Ah, 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 ah. Oh no! So that's getting ugly. He <laughs> getting? No, I wouldn't say it's getting ugly. <laughs> I need to go to our. Lenny, would you calm the fuck down? Jesus Christ! It's end your podcast here. What's the fuck? Can't get a word in. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, Alf Wilmson received burns to his hands when he attempted to touch the wreckage from the craft. He was taken back to the ranch house and treated. What wreckage remained of the craft was unusual, according to the Nebraska Journal. The largest piece remaining was metallic, like brass. About 16 inches wide, three inches thick, and three and a half feet long. But wait. You've been reading my journal? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. It's not unusual to be loved. (laughs) But Matt, it weighed very little. (laughs) Like I said, it's not unusual to be loved. My star. More material of the same type was collected by area cattle brand district manager E.W. Rollins, who could offer no explanation for the crashed 
object. Now, this is going so a lot we're faster up to than like, I thought it we're was. Up, we're up to like what? 18 what? Seventeen. The 1890s. Did you say 17? No, I said 18. No, 18 something. This, the 1890s. This kind of gone back and forth, I thought, a little bit, but we're you, jumping you around like, in the 1800s. I know, but like you've gone through five before Roswell. Yes. Which oh. is. Do, oh, it's well, great. Yeah, that'll probably be the second. These are, all, because... these are all printed in the newspaper. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So these are Here's all the actual one. sightings. Holy the shit. The strange light of Shreveport, Louisiana. Did you it, say Louisiana? I said Louisiana. Ooh, listen, listen. 1860. Time for a crawfish ball. Mm-hmm. We are now, we are now maybe, to a year a prior. Mm. Oh. I'm, I'm just talking about a crawfish no, ball because you, you're you missing. Now I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know what? I could eat a bowl of just the mushrooms that they put in that. I just want some gumbo, motherfucker. I can talk about it for hours. <laughs> Moving along. Anyway. <laughs> meanwhile, back at the ranch. Meanwhile, meanwhile, back, back in Todd's bedroom. <laughs> it, hey, Zach. AKA Todd's bedroom. Yeah. Insert, insert the catchy bass line right there. Don't make it a Seinfeld bass line. All right. Something like so, this. That's not it, but okay. <laughs> I tell you what, I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that. Hell, you'll think you've seen something from heaven too. The fuck is it an iPhone commercial? <laughs> uh, must be. It's Riverside, anyway, man. It's Riverside. Anyway, All right. we can give some props. Shreveport, Louisiana, 1860. To put this back into perspective, the Civil War didn't begin until 1861. All right. Right. 19th century reports of unidentified flying objects were many. Perhaps because of lack of modern record keeping and adequate document storage, most reports. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, keep going. Oh, shit. (laughs) Just like I am in the bedroom. Inadequate. That was my favorite placement of it. <laughs> uh, all right. So, in the case of the unusual light spotted in the sky as over Shreveport, Louisiana in 1860, the exact date is unknown, but multiple witnesses report a rare phenomenon that made a lasting impression on the residents of this sleepy river town in the northwestern part of the state. The best report of record comes from a family journal author unknown that resided for years in a local museum. It reads, our attention was called to a strange light in the heavens on going out into the gallery on going out into the gallery. There you go. Had, no, I'm feeling it. 
a magnificent, magnificent view of did it. You say, did you just say magnanimous? Magnanimous. <laughs> He's like the guy on top of the building fuck blazing saddles boy, now. Boy, you fucking... just fucking nail that shit. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> Another schnitzing movement. Dude, this, I can't even read my own shit. I'm, I'm fucking myself up. Oh. Welcome to my world. Exactly. <laughs> wait, oh. wait. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Did it. So, uh, it appeared to the naked eye about 300 yards in length, extending from north to west, appearing just above the tallest trees. Its color was that of a red-hot stove from the center. Beautiful rays resembling those of the sun drawing water would rescind to a considerable height, the whole presenting a very beautiful and sublime appearance. He said sublime appearance. Mm. I'm sorry, but the whole thing you just said right there, I heard it in my head as, uh, <laughs> is, I can't remember the actress's name from <laughs> Blazing Saddles, but I imagined her saying that in her head. And, and the exhibit was that of a red hot from the center. Oh my God. Anyway, moving along. <sighs> keep going. Keep going. Keep going. The I, sheriff? I, I, what about the sheriff? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we watched him for about an hour. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> oh. I shouldn't. I don't want to abuse this, but. Okay. Uh, they watched it for about an hour without perceiving it to change in any bit. Did you say perceiving it? <laughs> anyway, move along. Move along. No, but if we're going to whop it, we're going to whop it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so while little has been written about the incident, it's fair to speculate that the sighting happened near the beginning of the Civil War, when tensions were running high and blah, 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 Confederate God, was it the Civil War or was so, it the Civil War? Civil. It was, <laughs> it was the Civil War. <laughs> the Civil okay. War is what brings us right. together today. All right. Marriage. <laughs> All right. Two All right. movies. So, yeah. so yeah, there, there was there was some dumb shit that you know was over the top. Um, yeah. real quick. Tombstone, Arizona, eighteen sixty nine. I'll be a Huckleberry. Mm. I saved this for last on purpose because mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll get through it, but we're gonna sure as fuck try. Okay. So, 1889, south of Arizona's Superstition Mountains, in the town of Nogales, just across the Mexican border, a published story surfaced in the 1970s about an Arizona lawman who Why chased not? a crippled UFO into Mexico before the occupants of the craft abducted a member of the posse. The incident was alleged to have happened in 1889. 
The report claimed the incident was reported by an eyewitness, Jorge Hernandez, who later retold the story to a Catholic priest, Father Joel de Mola, before he died in 19. That's the one Johnny Ringo shot at the beginning of Tombstone, I think. Well, it could have been because this guy didn't die until 1971 at the rap old age of 107. That's what you think. Holy shit. He claims his father was a member of that posse, and he said he grew up hearing the story many times down through the years. According to the priest, Hernandez said he joined the posse after a rancher spotted a strange flying craft that had landed on his ranch in Arizona near the Mexican border. The rancher sent his son to the nearest settlement for help. A U.S. marshal hastily assembled a posse of 12, got himself an even dozen, which included Hernandez. Arriving at the ranch, they watched in shock and disbelief as the silver saucer-shaped craft lifted straight up off the ground and flew a few miles at rooftop level before it landed again. This happened. If I don't get a fucking times. t-shirt that's got a posse of cowboys chasing a fucking UFO while they're shooting in the air, I'm going to lose my mind. I got to get something. <laughs> it's up to you, Matt. You got to make the, you get, you, you're in charge of the something. merch, man. You're, you're in charge something. of the merch. You're in charge yeah. of the merch, oh, man. That sounds so good. This happened a number of times as the craft continued flying south, landing as if experiencing mechanical problems. Each time the posse would catch up, the craft would rise in the air again and travel farther south. A game of stop and go that allowed the ship to stay a step ahead of the lawmen. By now, the strange craft and the posse had entered the fable zone of silence and the Chihuahua Desert, where in modern times... Moral for initiative. uh, Aircraft have been knocked been known to lose power and U.S. controlled V-2 rockets and an Athena missile crashed. Uh, Could the strange spacecraft of the 1800s have experienced similar (laughs) problems trying to fly across the area? Finally, after a long, hard chase that lasted more than a day's ride, the posse caught up with the craft one last time. As they neared the U.S. Marshal identified in the report only as Morton approached the craft with stealth. As the story goes, when he closed in, he simply disappeared into thin air right before the eyes of the posse without a trace. What? Almost at once, the craft lifted and departed at great speed. Morton was never heard from again. And that's why well, he was heard from the craft as they were I saw that, Todd. We got to pretend like we're double teaming a slut from back in the day and wrap this son of a bitch up. I'm done. (laughs) We we will will handle the Indian and alien portion of this another time. This is crazy (laughs) shit, man. Like all this shit happened prior to any other... Hey, no. Do you have any doubts yeah, in your mind that they're popping these. off shots at that thing the whole time they're chasing oh, dude, it? I mean, you know I, they are. Fucking yeah. crazy I shit. bet they are. Yeah. It's all it's a whole lot of hold my beer and watch this. Yeah. Yeah. Or hold my whiskey and watch this. Or all hold these, my fucking bottle or whatever. 
written about my whiskey, all over my saddlebags before the <laughs> year 1900. This metal disc. I think they probably had a new level of confidence oh, no. and power. I even pulled fucking Pantera into this. Lindy, you need to Lindy shut the fuck like up. said like four words. I think oh, so. Dude, yeah. She was a giggle box. <laughs> Just keep pulling her string. It's the doll. She I'm always a giggle doll. box. You. That's shut nothing up new. Goddamn doll. Anyway. <laughs> I'll never get in Todd's van, I'll tell you that. Well, we will return for the Indian or Native American portion of this. Uh, God damn it, I'm a car carrying Cherokee. I can say Indian if I want to. I am too. We'll do some uh, anthrax. Uh, uh, okay, okay. Indian. Run <laughs> to the hills. All right. Hills? That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You probably got you got some British in you too. You're okay. Um, I got the guys, Scottish. A wee bit, just a wee bit. Is that, is that just your pecker, thing? just your pecker, just the wee bit. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for hanging out yet again uh, for another episode of Well, hello, Mister Fancy Pants. Uh, Todd, thank you for enlightening us with all this uh, Native yeah, American. Boom. Uh, Flaming Dr. Peppers, baby. Flaming Dr. Peppers. Uh, Guys, thanks for hanging out, and we will see you again next Tuesday. Until then, I'm Zach. Spark. Lindy. I'm whoever the fuck you want me to be, baby. You're the top (laughs) bitch. And we will see you next Tuesday. Later. Later. Bye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>